This is the co-founders. We're doing a solo episode because we've been on hiatus. There's been a lot going on. We've got a lot to talk about, and I can't seem to get everyone together at one time. And it's a lot of my fault, too, because I'm terrible at scheduling. So I'm pushing out a solo episode. You heard it here first, folks. This is what we're doing. We're doing a solo episode, and it's, it's about Korea, if you couldn't tell by the intro music. Now, why are we talking about Korea? Well, because I, I went there for two weeks, and I got to see Father Stephen Cho get ordained a deacon. And wow, that was so much fun. And I have a few thoughts. And I tried to do this recording before, and I was just rambling, and it wasn't fun. So I'm going to do it shorter. I have notes. Forget the notes. They're boring notes. We're going to just talk real. And I want to say first, thank you to all of the legionaries and the Regnum Christi members in South Korea who made me feel very welcome. And I didn't feel like I was an outsider. I felt like I was part of the family again and didn't miss a beat. You know, everyone was welcoming and, and uh, courteous and uh, generous with their time. And it was really, really I can't say how great of an experience it was enough. So that said, I also want to talk about how I feel like the Legion is doing in South Korea. And I'm going to try to speak generally. I'm not talking about specific people uh, because that's their own business and I don't want to blow up anyone's spot. But these are general thoughts that I have about the community in South Korea and how it compares to life in the other parts of the Legion. As far as I can tell, being an outsider, not anyone who's lived, you know, I haven't lived in the community since 2009, so I don't know what I'm talking about. Let me make that very clear. But I do want to say some anecdotal things that I saw that I think are positive. This is a positive episode. This is not a negative episode. So all of that said, what did I see? What happened? Well, all of the legionaries in Korea who either were there for the ordination or who are stationed there, all of them were fantastic. Uh, I felt like I was able to talk to all of them and there weren't any walls up. There weren't any personal barriers up it felt like everyone was very sincere and and humble too and listening and it was i i i'm not trying to put down other legionaries but it seems like korea is doing something different maybe it's just me maybe it's just because i was in a different environment uh who knows i don't know but it seemed like to me that the South Korean community has certain aspects to it that are beneficial to the members in a very positive way. And it's noticeable, in my opinion. Uh, and I don't know if it's just because it's a smaller community and they have to rely on you know, motivation from within a lot more than maybe people from a bigger community would have to uh, do. But maybe it's also the society itself and the community itself and how Korea is. But I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying that 
free is perfect or that, uh, you know, America's terrible or that, you know, the places that the other communities that I, I see only through social media and through website postings, that those are somehow less. It's not what I mean. I'm just saying that I was very impressed and it almost seemed like this was a new type of legion. Uh, this was a, a refreshed, uh, forward thinking and ready to meet people where they are type of legion. And in that aspect, it seemed like a good thing for everyone. It seems like it's a, a healthy way to live. And I wasn't sure that I would have been able to say that uh, maybe 10 years ago. I don't know that uh, there was a place in the Legion where I would have said, yes, this is healthy. I think this is a healthy way to live. Just, you know, for everyone. But I, I think that there's something special about that community. And, um, and I hope that it continues that way. And I hope that this podcast especially doesn't make anyone get in trouble. But uh, I don't think it will. I don't think anyone really listens to this. Uh, so I think it'll be fine. But again, very impressed with the whole community. And um, I get the humility was palpable, the sincerity, the uh, and I know this happens in other communities too, where uh, members are expected or not expected, but uh, encouraged to uh, in, engage in other hobbies besides you know reading spiritual books and uh, praying and doing responsibilities or whatever you know, to actually have their own proper things that they do. And it was interesting to see, you know, and hear that all of them had their own things that they do. And it's like, that's, that's great. That's a healthy life. And from what I gather, other legionary houses are like that too. But um, there's something special about Korea though, when you can uh, go out a little bit later and it's completely normal because if you go out at four in the morning in certain parts of, of the city, people will be out from the night before that like they just keep going. And I think that part of it, if I can go on a side tangent is that the South Korean coffee industry is big. You know, the cafe scene is pretty big in South Korea. You can find a cafe on every single block. It's very reliable. You need a coffee at any time of day up until like eight o'clock at night, you can get a coffee. And I think the reason that they caffeinate so late is because they need to stay up all night and drink. So, th oh, this isn't, again, I, that's just Korean people in general. That's not, I'm not saying legionaries stay up until four in the morning drinking. Uh, I never saw that. That would have been really funny and I wouldn't have talked about it on the podcast, but that, that's not what I saw. Um, but I just saw real people who were, you know, able to do real things and not be like, well, I have to follow all these rules and I can't talk to you now because I'm in silence. Like, it was it was a good time. But uh, now I'm rambling again and this isn't fun. So. The ordination was was wonderful. Couldn't understand a lick. Uh, Father Stephen Cho said some words after. And I understood about two sentences. And it wasn't really that impressive that I did because he used for like, you know, cognates that I could. Tell. Anyway, uh, 
but the the ceremony was very was very uh, lovely. The litany of saints is annoying, and no matter you know, no matter the language, the litany of saints is a little bit annoying. Can we agree? Okay, moving on. Uh, it was it it was nice to see his family again. I mean, I only I only recognize his mom, and I think his mom's the only one I've ever actually met. But it was good to see that they're all doing well. And uh, it was, it, we, we posed and took some pictures after, and I don't know where those pictures ended up, but if anyone has those pictures of us, specifically the, all the ex legionaries and father Steven in the, in the cathedral, if you have those pictures, please send them to me. Uh, I will be very grateful. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where they went. Uh, I, I, they never showed up on our group chat, so I'm not quite sure, but it was a great time and I didn't take a whole lot of pictures because let's be frank pictures are boring but I did get a few quite a few pictures with my boys you know from from the legion and it was a good time we always had a good time every night we went out unfortunately we all got together only about three times maybe but um, I did see a few people more than that and that was lovely and i really wish it happens again next year when i go to korea and that's the advertisement for this show i'm going to korea next year again in august for uh, brother abraham o's ordination his diaconate ordination and it should be at the end of august and i'm going to buy the tickets when i can uh but i'm planning that already and hey if you're someone who's like I don't know where I'm going to go for a vacation next year, but I have two weeks and I don't know where to go. And you want to go to Brother Abraham's ordination? Hit me up. Let's go to South Korea. I guarantee you'll have a good time. You know, if it's one week, two weeks, whatever, I'll show you around. We'll hit up all the spots. We'll see all the people. We'll drink all the drinks. We'll cook all the meat. We'll, uh, I don't know what else we'll do. We'll go to some parks. We'll go to some museums. Maybe there are some really interesting spots to hit. We can go hiking. You know, the sky's the limit, man. Uh, but again, that's if you have money for vacation and you have two weeks and you don't have responsibilities like children uh, or you know partners or uh, jobs that you can't get out of. All those things aside, if you have the time and you have the desire to see what i think is the coolest country in the world you know let's go let's uh let's lace up and let's take off that's pretty cool uh i'm, I'm proud of where this is headed so i don't really have much more to say uh south korea was amazing it uh is still the my favorite city seoul itself i was pleasantly surprised by busan i thought that the seafood was overhyped until i tried it and it was knocked you know knocked my socks off and uh we had some raw fish we had some uh i don't remember now see that's why i wanted to record this earlier because i would have remembered but hey what can you do uh, we had plenty of soju we had plenty of mekju you know we we kept we kept the we kept the the good times rolling. Um, we just basically went around and ate and drank, 
did nothing ridiculous, did nothing scandalous even. In fact, um, we almost converted someone. I'm kidding, we didn't. But we had a good time at the beach. Uh, and apparently some people did too many push-ups. And uh, let me tell you, I cannot do push-ups because I am fat. And it's embarrassing. And you know what else is embarrassing? Wearing tight shirts when you're fat. And I picked up a tight shirt in Korea and I thought it was a regular shirt. And I brought it on the day trip to Busan. And I only had two shirts with me. And one of them was too tight. And I said, well, you know what? Screw it. I'm going, I'm going in the tight shirt tonight. We're going out. So I, I went out in Busan with a very tight shirt where you could see my man boobs. You could see my belly. Uh, and you could, you could see like the, the skin tears from, you know, from the fat stretching. You could see that through my shirt and you could just smell it. You couldn't smell it. I smelled pretty good. I think the whole time. Um, but it was embarrassing. And I also wore that shirt with more confidence than any other shirt I've ever worn in my life. And it felt liberating. And at the same time, it was, it was the whole thing was embarrassing. And I'm glad the pictures that I have of me in that shirt look normal. But if you saw it in person, you probably would have vomited and shouts out to all of my boys who were with me, who didn't vomit the whole time. Very impressive very impressed and i think that's a good place to end it uh 13 minutes not bad <laughs>